the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is AM 1280, The Patriot. WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5. K298CO, Minneapolis. With SRN News, I'm Jason Walker. Two cabinet members overseas to thank allies for assistance in the Afghanistan evacuations. White House correspondent Greg Clugston. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin will visit Persian Gulf allies to thank them for their cooperation in the evacuations from Afghanistan. A Pentagon spokesman says he will make stops in Qatar, Bahrain, Kuwait, and Saudi Arabia. He will also visit with U.S. service members. Meanwhile, Secretary of State Antony Blinken travels to Qatar and Germany to visit American diplomats and troops, along with Afghans who were evacuated. Greg Clugston, Washington. Taliban leaders resuming some domestic passenger flights to and from Kabul as they step up an assault on the last remaining pocket of resistance. The anti-Taliban fighters in Panjar province are being led by a former vice president. This is SRN News. Dr. Sebastian Gorka sees us waving the white flag. The deadline for the extraction of all our evacuees from Afghanistan was the 31st, and he has refused, refused to extend it after the Taliban said they will not countenance an extension. That is a surrender to the bloodthirsty Taliban. America First with Dr. Sebastian Gorka. Afternoons at 2 on AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. AM 1280, The Patriot, just perfect out there, sunny and a high of 74. And for your Labor Day, sunny and a high of 78. We're spicing things up here at The Patriot. Register once a day at am1280thepatriot.com for your chance to win a $1,000 Williams-Sonoma shopping spree and a year's worth of fine meats from Good Ranchers. Coming up next on The Patriot Narn with Brad Carlson. Portions of this program may have been pre-recorded. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Stand by for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And go launch sequence. Engineering. Go flight. Master control. Go flight. Studio engineer. Go flight. We are go for launch in T-3, 2, 1. We have liftoff. The Northern Alliance Radio Network is on the air. Live and local from the AM 1280 The Patriot Studios in Egan, here is the closer, Brad Carlson. AM 1280 The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back with hour number two of the broadcast. We like to call the closer. That's me, Brad Carlson. Thanks as always for tuning into our show. You can check out my blog at bradcarlson.org. And we are here to take a phone call at 651-289-4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter. Just use hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show for any comments or questions. And if you'd like to follow us along on Facebook, just go to Facebook.com, do a search for the Northern Alliance Radio Network, and give us a follow or a like on our Facebook page. And we are live streaming the broadcast right now, so you can uh, definitely hop on the comments section with a uh, Comment or question there as well. And as always, we appreciate you tuning in. I'm going to take a big big transition now away from politics, thank God, and uh, (laughs) talk a little football here this second hour. What has become kind of an annual tradition on this show. We took about a three-year pause when I only had one hour. But now that we got two hours, I take a little liberty uh, every year to uh, do an NFC North preview. And uh, to join us is a longtime friend of the broadcast, uh, Mark Hearing of the – uh, I don't want to say dormant or moribund, but uh, well, paused pretty, blog, Mr. Dillahan's neighborhood. It's pretty much moribund, but I mean, okay. it, it will kind of heat up again now that football season started because we're about to unleash the Benster. And for those of you who do follow the blog, um, yes, all ten or twelve of you, whoever they are. But anyway, <laughs> um, you the Benster is locked and loaded, and so um, ready to provide more outrageous commentary. I like it. 
Yeah, I like it. Well, Mark Hearing again, he's uh, joined us uh, every year we've done the uh, NFC North preview. And I'm a Vikings fan, Mark a Packers fan, so it's really the only division that matters to us. And so we uh, like to preview. And we're going to go in alphabetical order, take a segment for each team, go Chicago, Detroit, Green Bay, and Minnesota. And uh, but, and I read a blurb today, uh, this Sunday, today, uh, September 5th, 2021, is the final Sunday without football until like February 20th. 2022. So um, my, I mentioned earlier, my wife is retching at that thought, uh, <laughs> but hey, I love it. So we are going to uh, talk some football, start with the uh, Chicago Bears. Uh, kind of, we like to start off some of the key signings and additions that they've made during the offseason as well, some key departures. Uh, really, the focus, on as it is on a lot of teams, is the quarterback position. The uh, Bears signed veteran quarterback Andy Dalton, who Let's be honest, Dalton going into his 11th season, I believe, just kind of a placeholder for a guy they're really excited about, uh, Justin Fields, rookie quarterback out of Ohio State. The Bears traded up to draft him, I think, 11th overall. I think they even packaged a 2022 first-round pick in order to get there. Someone they're really excited about, as well as offensive tackle Tevon Jenkins. Uh, they're excited about having, a, as Vikings fans know, you can never have too many good offensive linemen. Uh, key departures, uh, Mitch Trubisky and uh, cornerback, uh, Kyle Fuller. I guess, Mark Hearing, let's start from there. Um, the Bears, how soon, I guess, till they pull the trigger and go with uh, uh, Justin Fields? Because they're kind of that middling playoff team. 2018, they were uh, they won the division. 2019, they took a step back. 2020, they were the number seven playoff team. So they're kind of a fringe playoff team. They've got Khalil Mack uh, coming back, their big stud uh, defensive lineman. Where do you how do you see this playing out? How quickly, I guess, do they pull the trigger till they move on to Justin Fields? I don't think it's going to be that long, actually. I mean, we have a very strong sample size with Andy Dalton over the years playing with Cincinnati, playing last year in Dallas, and let's face it, um, if you were to look up mediocre in the dictionary, there would be a picture of Andy Dalton right next to it. He, right, right. He's okay. He he won't get you beat, but he'll rarely win you a game, and so. Given where the Bears are, and their offense has kind of been tenuous since, oh, about 1940, I think. So um, <laughs> they need they need some excitement. And, you know, in theory, Justin Fields is the guy to provide it. He's probably the most dynamic um, athlete that they've had at the position since, again, maybe 1940. Right. So, Bobby Douglas, maybe. Bobby, well, yeah. Bobby Douglas was— um, Wasn't much of a passer, I guess. No, uh, no. He was the kind of guy who could— um, if he was delivering newspapers, he could miss it if he's standing on the front porch, uh-huh. you know, that sort of thing. But, right, right. But having said that, um, the Bears are going to need some excitement. He's a guy who can make plays. We saw it um, quite often in um, his collegiate career at Ohio State. He made a lot of plays. He can move. He can throw on the run. He can do a lot of the things that a modern quarterback is expected to do in the NFL. And so, yeah, I— have a hard time imagining they're going to be able to keep him under wraps, particularly if um, Dalton stinks up the joint one or two times, which is, um, I think, something you could probably place a bet on. So the Bears also, uh, you know, let's be honest, as you alluded to, the Bears a lot of times focus on the defensive side of the ball. Like I said, Khalil Mack um, will be back in the fold. Uh, Didn't have as dominant a, a season uh, last season, as he did, you know, previous years, simply because if he's the only guy in the defense, he's going to either going to key on. Uh, Akeem Nix will be back in the fold. He and uh, he and uh, Mac really wreaked havoc that year, 2018, when they won the division. Uh, Desmond Trufant, cornerback that they picked up, they lost Fuller, but picked up Desmond Trufant. I don't know if that's a necessarily a, as huge upgrade as long as adding Mario Edwards to the uh, defensive line. Uh, any of those players do anything for you, Mark Hearing? Well, Desmond Trufant definitely isn't doing anything for him because the Bears cut him. Mm. So that's... So, so no. Okay. So, so I guess we can scratch that one off the list. Let me scratch that off my list because yeah. obviously I'm behind the times here. No, that's, okay. That, that's okay. I mean, that, that's fairly... I think, you know, the Bears, of course, they've been a great defensive team, you know, most years, again, since 1940. Um, I, this seems to be a recurring theme here, but anyway... Um, my concern about the Bears' defense at this point is they have a lot of talent, but it's aging. I mean, um, Keem Hicks has been in the league 10 years. Um, you know, Robert Quinn was a big acquisition they made last year, 11 years in the league. Danny Trevathan, 10 years in the league. Mack himself, 8 or 9 years in the league. So these guys are getting up there, and 
some of the dy- dynamism that they had had as a defense, I think it, you, know, you might lose a step a little bit here and there. And they really can't afford to have that happen because offensively they struggle enough to try to score. So I think, you know, I don't see a lot of upside with the Bears unless they unleash Mr. Fields. Okay, yeah, and, and I guess I'm, I'm thinking probably the first Andy Dalton interception is probably going to be the calls for him. I mean, it could be an interception that goes in and out of the hands of a receiver into a defensive back they're going to be calling for him. Let's, just, let's be honest, they're clamoring for him to get in there. I don't think there's any doubt about it. So uh, with that in mind, is this a, uh, you know, we talk about uh, head coaches and uh, – their kind of their status is this a make or break year for Matt Nagy in your opinion absolutely and I think he's probably got the hottest seat in the division at this point I don't think it's even close because I mean you know Zimmer you hear this and that but I mean bottom line is he's a good coach and he knows what he's doing um Nagy uh he's had one good season and a lot of kind of mediocrity other than that so yeah I suspect that um there's could be if things start to go south on him, I could see them be a clamor for him to be um, disposed of rather quickly. Now you know, we uh, we talk about uh, you know twenty twenty. I mean, Mark and I typically make predictions of how the division will go, and and uh, a lot of times we we haven't been correct um, because well, the one caveat is you know the twenty seventeen season going into the twenty seventeen season we're pretty confident the Packers win the division. Aaron Rodgers was out half the year with an injury, so the caveat is you know barring catastrophic injuries, here's how it'll go. But I think we ought to give ourselves a little pat on the back. Going into going into last season, we said, okay, Packers probably win the division. Lions will finish dead last. I think we can be certain about that. Then the Bears and Vikings are going to battle it out for second. And it was a Week 15 game. The Bears came into U.S. Bank, defeated the Vikings, and ended up finishing one game ahead of the Vikings in the division and getting that final playoff spot. So we nailed it, Mark Hearing. We yes, were, we did. Yeah, we got it. So All over it. Yeah. So, I, I mean, we were tempted to kind of, you know, maybe go out on a winning note. But, hey, we'd like to have fun uh, discuss a little <laughs> football because uh, it, it is that time of year. So, yeah, uh, I, I would I would concur that uh, Matt Nagy definitely is um, on, the, on the hot seat here. Uh, Justin Fields is a guy that could, I don't know, maybe – Maybe save his job. Who's to say? But uh, like we like we alluded to, that they are going to definitely be clamoring for him to get in as soon as possible. Uh, now, let's not forget seventeen game season this year. Okay, seventeen games, which I adamantly opposed. Was always opposed to adding an extra regular season game. But uh, um, to quote Ilhan Omar, it's all about the Benjamins, baby. We know that. So certainly is. Yeah. So with that in mind, um, where do we see the Bears record wise? For me, it's impossible to really know because. If they bring in Justin Fields, say, week three or four, that's a tacit admission that it's a rebuilding year because you can't expect a rookie quarterback to come in and lead you on a deep playoff run. It just doesn't happen. Um, it's come close to happening. You've had guys have stellar rookie seasons, but it just it just does not happen. Second year, you know, so you think of someone like a, like a Patrick Mahomes who took the team to the uh, AFC title game, his second full season. Okay, it can happen, but... Uh, I think that would be a tacit admission that it's a rebuilding year once Justin Fields come in. I'm thinking, you know, I don't know, Bears seven and ten, eight and nine, somewhere along those lines. That's exactly where I see him as well. Okay, unless I mean, the one thing that will keep them falling too far is the lines are in the division. But we'll discuss that, of at course, some, at some length in the next segment. But um, bottom line is, Bears are talent challenged in some respects on offense. They've got some pieces, but you know, they haven't had a guy who can get the ball, you know, to their receivers and things like that. And that's been part of the challenge. Maybe Fields is that guy, but um, I don't see Andy Dalton being that guy. So, yeah, I'm thinking over-under seven or eight, probably no more than that, based on what we know now. Okay. So, uh, you know, whether that's good for uh, second or, or third place uh, remains to be seen. I think we've kind of given the game away that the Lions are going to have a, <laughs> another long year. Um, yeah. We'll, we'll certainly uh, discuss that. So uh, Chicago Bears, again, keep in mind, folks, it's a 17-game season. We're kind of thinking a record of around eight wins, nine losses, or seven wins, ten losses. That's going to look awfully strange at the end of the season, I just got to say, to see the, those kind of records. But uh, it is what it is. The NFL is uh, – making money so that means the super bowl i think is now going to be february 13th i believe so yeah kind so, of a 
kind of a Valentine's Day present to right or something like that. Yeah, so the uh, you know not to play the uh, the typical uh, male female stereotypical roles, but the uh, female uh, Valentine's Day uh, gift to the husbands. You know, let them watch the Super Bowl uninterrupted, and then guys will make it up the the next day again. These are probably perpetuating some stereotypical roles. I apologize for that, folks, but I'm old school. What can I say? Because I'm old. It's it's fine. I mean, I'm certainly may have to pony up for an additional Whitman sampler as a result of that, but that's okay. (laughs) This is, but this is the this is how it is in my household because my wife genuinely loathes football. So you know, uh, and, and given that we were in a pandemic last year, I was watching it by myself with her, you know, on the other end of the couch watching movies on her iPad and not paying a bit of attention to it. So that's just kind of how it is in our household. So uh, send all the emails and letters to me. I guess six five one two eight nine four four eight eight is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter hashtag Narn Show hashtag N A R N Show. The Detroit Lions up next segment. Back with another segment with our NFC North preview with Mark Hearing. Go nowhere. Salmon fishing in Alaska at an amusement park in Green Bay or taking a stroll through Loring Park. We're where you are. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Hey, this is Isaiah with the Kingdom Builders Roofing. A few weeks ago, I was reading Psalm 67. It reads, May God be gracious to us and bless us and make his face shine upon us. I'm sure that most of us have heard that verse many times before. However, this time it hit me differently. I realized that we often stop reading at the end of the first verse and go about our day seeking God's blessings. But I started to wonder, why is the psalmist asking God to bless him? As I kept reading, the very next verse gave me the answer, that your way may be known on earth, your saving power among all nations. We were never designed to enjoy God's blessing, provision, and salvation without also spreading His glory. If you have any questions or comments about this or other scripture, you can reach me at Isaiah at thekingdombuilders.com. That's Isaiah at thekingdombuilders.com. Or feel free to call our office at 612-900-9166. The Patriot 20th Anniversary Gala arrives October 6th and is supported by Pro-Life Across America. Reserve your seats now for this exclusive evening with Dennis Prager and Charlie Kirk at am1280thepatriot.com. Research shows people remember radio ads that remind them of the past. So to help you remember that Liberty Mutual Insurance Company customizes your home insurance so you only pay for what you need, here's an ad that'll really take you back. Back in my day, I heard a voice from the radio say, Liberty Mutual customizes my home insurance so I only pay for what I need. I'm getting on in years now, but (laughs) heavens to Betsy, there are some things an old fella like me just never forgets. Only pay for what you need at LibertyMutual.com. Liberty, 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 Liberty. Hey there, remember me? I'm Tasha with Forever Cleaning, here to ask, aren't you tired of cleaning your office? Did you know that when you do it yourself, you are taking precious time away from doing all the things you really enjoy? Like spending time with the family, or spending the day doing absolutely nothing at all. Or better yet, taking advantage of that fishing license you keep buying every year but never seem to find the time to use. Imagine this, you getting your hooks wet, catching some dinner, and leaving the cleaning to us. Forever Cleaning aims to provide top quality service that includes trash removal, break room bathroom disinfecting, dusting, mopping, and more. So what are you waiting for? Call us today at 763-807-9817 to schedule your walkthrough or visit forevercleaning.com. That's the number four, evrcleaning.com. And if you mention this ad, you'll receive 15% off your first three months of service. So remember, Forever Cleaning is so thorough, you'll wonder if your mom snuck in overnight and cleaned. Welcome back. AM1280, the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson, joined in studio by Mark Deering, fellow NFL fan. He's a Packers fan. I'm a Vikings fan, so that's why we're doing an NFC North preview. We previewed the Chicago Bears. Little Kid Rock here for the Detroit Angle. I got a little tired of the Lions sleeps tonight, so. Yeah. Who could blame you? Yeah, so we are going to preview now the Detroit Lions. And uh, we kind of gave the game away. The Detroit Lions are going to finish dead last. I don't think there's really a whole lot of debate about that. And I would I would venture to say that the vast majority of our NFC North previews have had the Lions finishing last and 
we've been right the vast majority. Uh, <laughs> but this year, they uh, are going to have a new look. They brought in Coach uh, Dan Campbell, who was a uh, tight end. He played for, I got his uh, stats right here, played for 10 years in the league with uh, Giants, Cowboys, and the final three years of his career uh, with the Detroit Lions. So he's the head man there. Um <laughs> Boy, I tell you, I don't know what they're paying him, but whatever it is, it's not enough. Uh, the Lions, uh, their key losses, I mean, Matthew Stafford, their longtime quarterback who they drafted number one overall back in 2009, it was kind of the staple of this franchise. After 12 seasons, he has moved on in a trade to the Los Angeles Rams. In return, they got Jared Goff, uh, and the Rams were desperate to get rid of Goff because he had this huge salary and was really – a obviously an infringement upon their salary cap. They, I think, I don't remember what they gave up, Mark, but they gave up a lot of draft picks to get rid of uh, Jared Goff. A lot Goff. of yeah. draft picks. It was a boatload of draft picks. So the Lions actually don't have a bad future, but the future's not now. Uh, let's just be honest. The future is not now. In addition to losing Matthew Stafford, who Mark brilliantly characterized him as the modern-day Archie Manning, solid quarterback, just on lousy teams, just was never really given an opportunity to flourish. Uh, Stafford has moved on. Uh, two of their top receivers, Kenny Galladay, Marvin Jones Jr., also have moved on. Uh, Desmond Trufant, cornerbacks, also moved on. Didn't move on to the Bears, like I erroneously said, uh, or he was cut by the Bears. So <laughs> I guess that isn't much of a loss. But, uh, I mean, we, we're talking a little bit off the off the air. The Lions are one of two teams in the history of the 16-game schedule, which I believe started in 1978, to go 0 and 16, the Cleveland Browns were the other one a few years ago. They may usurp that mark here because we have a 17 game regular season. They've got a shot. Yeah. I don't think there's no question about <laughs> it. I mean, you look at this team and you try to see where the strength of the team is, and I think the strength of the team is their draft board for 2022. But at this point, yeah, they ugh, it's not a pretty picture if you look at their roster. Right, and and not to mention you know the finagling they had to do with salaries because the Rams were so desperate to get rid of Jared Goff's salary. Well, guess what? The Lions have to pick that up. So uh, between Jared Goff and Stafford's dead cap charge, it's $29.7 million this year, $31.2 million in 2022. So there's not going to be a lot of opportunity to bring in some high-profile free agencies. Not that Detroit's a, an enticing spot, but as you mentioned, they also they have stockpiled draft picks for just that reason, because you have to try to build a team from within because free agency just isn't going to be an option for the next uh, couple of seasons. I really don't know what to what more to, to say about this team uh, other than their, uh, like I say, their key additions. You know, Jared Goff, how, how the mighty have fallen two years ago. He was in the Super Bowl with the Los Angeles Rams against the Patriots, and that it seemed like that game just precipitated his demise because ever since then uh, he hasn't really done a whole lot. He had a solid 2018 season. Um, let's be honest. They shouldn't have been in the Super Bowl. Uh, the blown call in the NFC championship game in new Orleans. Nonetheless, they were there and uh, he was terrible in that game. 2019 was in 2020 uh, when he was healthy in 2020, just not much going on, Mark. Now nah, he's um, again, he's, Maybe a little bit better than Andy Dalton, but um, that damnation with faint praise. Yeah, that's what we would call that. You know, um, so he's—they don't really have a lot there. I mean, he's a system quarterback, and Detroit doesn't have a system that I know of. So um, (laughs) that's kind of a problem. Um, I mean, they have some talent on the offensive side, particularly running backs, and I'm assuming they're going to really lean on DeAndre Swift, who's in his second year out of Georgia. Had some good moments last year for the Lions, and he's got some talent. The concern with him is injuries. He was injured a couple different times during the course of last season, and you know the question is, can he hold up? I mean, that's a good question. They picked up Jamal Williams from the Packers. We love Jamal in Green Bay. We certainly did. But Jamal, um, we were talking in off air about this. He's kind of the modern day version of Leroy Horde. In other, you know, you can. The four, right. You need four yards, you get four yards. You need five yards, you get four yards. You need three yards, you get four yards. It's that, <laughs> it's that sort of thing. He's, he's, uh, he's okay. 
I mean, he's he's a good player. He's great in the locker room and all that stuff. So he'll he'll everybody hyped up and happy in Detroit. But um, after a while, all the hype and happiness is going to start to fade as um, other teams pound lumps on their heads. And returning for his 15th season in the league is Adrian Peterson in the backfield. Again, he's just a situational back. He had had 600 yards rushing last year and seven touchdowns, but is only averaging about 3.9 yards a carry, certainly well off his 4.55 yards. The year he ran for 2,000 yards, he ran for six yards a carry, which is just absolutely insane. So Adrian Peterson is coming back because he desperately needs a money. <laughs> I mean, he has a passion for the game, Mark Hearing. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, you could have both, I suppose. <laughs> We're going to embrace the power of and on that one. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, Adrian's, uh, he, he'd, um, uh, I guess, uh, the, the, the uh, lavish 30th birthday party he had a few years ago where, among other things, he rented a camel to ride in on. Mm-hmm. Not the best manager of money, let's be honest. I don't think he was loading up his 401K, so uh, he definitely uh, could use the money. He's going to be back for his... Fifteenth uh, season, he still sounds determined. From what he says, now his actual running would kind of uh, uh, draw a distinction. But he says that he is still focused on the all-time rushing record. I have to look up the numbers. I didn't look up the numbers. How close he is, and what he would have to average over the next few years to get to catch Emmett Smith. Uh, that's a I don't, to say it's a daunting task is an understatement. I don't think he's going to make it. He's, no, he's I don't gonna, think so either. He also has to pass Frank Gore. I don't think Frank Gore's on a team this year, but that's true. He's a guy who may still um show up and pick up a couple hundred more yards and so it's a it's a difficult thing. I don't, you know, Adrian one man he's had a great career, but oh my goodness. Um at this point, yeah, he the show's over, pal. Yeah, yeah and and I mean, of course we uh, we remember uh, the situation back in uh, you know 2014, the situation where uh, the hor- horrific pictures of him you know abusing his kid. Uh, he played only one game the entire 2014 season, so that's a lost season where you know he could have had thousand to fifteen hundred yards. Certainly, that would have uh, uh, gone a long way. At, in 2016, it was an injury plagued year where he only played three games. You know, the first year of U.S. Bank Stadium, so. Um, you know, we're not for the health issues. Yeah, he. I think he'd be right there. Certainly have the opportunity. But uh, coming into the season, fourteen thousand eight hundred and twenty yards rushing. So he'll crack the fifteen thousand yard barrier. Certainly an impressive stat. Future Hall of Famer. Whether he'll be first ballot or not, uh, they seem to reserve the first ballot for the real elite players. But I think Adrian's kind of off the field indiscretions are fair or unfair are probably going to preclude him from being a first ballot Hall of Famer, but he'll get there eventually, I think. But yep. uh, as far as Emmett Smith's record, I agree with you. I think that's out of reach. Ain't, ain't happening. And, I mean, it'll tell you something about the quality of the lines is that we were talking about Adrian Peterson because – got to fill time, Mark. We, we do yeah. really got to fill time because, I mean, <laughs> oh, the, I'm looking at the defense, and the defense <sighs> has a chance to be one of the all-time worst defenses. Um, teams are going to be running up and down the field on these guys. And um, I just – I see a lot of really bad results. Um, you know, the best case scenario for the Lions, I think, at this point is that they can figure out a way to get Goff going and maybe have DeAndre Swift have an all-time year. But other than that, I mean, if we we're thinking about their record, we had kind of alluded at the beginning that 0-16 might be a possibility. Well, we play 17 games, so 0-17 <laughs> is a possibility. Going to break well. their own record? Yeah. They could break their own record. I mean, they're. I mean, certainly there's a long and storied tradition in Detroit of um, real, of true ineptitude, and so I I don't see that changing this year. Yeah, the, that's a good point about the defense. Uh, they were ranked 32nd in terms of points allowed and yards allowed, and there are well 32 teams. So uh, yeah, uh, the, so only way to go is up. And even that looks uh, pretty daunting at this point, given uh, their personnel issues. Yeah, it's it's going to be a long year. If they win, and, and I mean this with all sincerity, if they win more than two games, you could almost deem this a successful year. Dan Campbell might be in running for coach of the year. Okay, now that's a bit hyperbolic, but still. Maybe. <laughs> more than two games? That's uh, even that, I think, is uh, is really pressing it. We shall see. So Yeah, I don't see them. I don't see them winning any games within the division, put it that way. And so that leaves their non-conference schedule, and um, I'm not sure I'm going to see too many potential wins there either. So, 
Yeah, so uh, there, I you know, again, we kind of gave it away the last segment. Uh, the uh, Lions going to finish dead last in the NFC North. It's just a question of how inept and futile uh, they will be. Again, they were a uh, they're pretty solid offensive team, top ten passing team last year. But again, that was with Matthew Stafford at quarterback, and you had not a bad receiving core, but two of your top receivers, Galladay and Jones Jr., gone. Matthew Stafford has moved on. You got Jared Goff coming in. I have no idea who's running the offense there. If he has to learn a whole new system, but uh, yeah, it is going to be a uh, a long year in Detroit. But uh, the good news is uh, the baseball team with AJ Hinch at the helm, Detroit Tigers. Maybe they'll get better. They look like a decent future. I mean, look how much we're scraping the bottom of the barrel. We're talking baseball, Mark here. Yeah, how man. how are the Red Wings doing? Man? It's, like, <laughs> yeah, it's like that. It's like that. They're pretty awful as well. So sorry, Detroit uh, Lions. I think are going to finish dead last in the NFC North. That much we are willing to predict for certain. The next up, Green Bay Packers, Mark's Club. We're going to be interested in hearing all about that coming up next. M twelve eighty, the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network with our annual NFC North preview. Go nowhere. Have you recently received a quote for an exterior home improvement project that was so high it made you seriously consider selling the house instead? In today's market, it's more important than ever to get multiple bids to make sure you're getting the best possible prices on any investment in your home. I'm Ryan with my three quotes. Not only can I provide you the most competitive bids in the Twin Cities for free, but I can guarantee it will be the quickest and easiest way to get them. Whether you need siding, roofing, or windows, I will personally come to your house for a short meeting so we can determine which name brands make the most sense for you and your house. And I'm all about multiple options, so you can have a variety of price points to choose from. A few days later, you'll receive an email from me with the bids attached. I've done the homework on brands and contractors, so you don't have to. It's that simple. No salespeople, no pressure, and no obligation to buy. To set up one short meeting with me, visit GetMy3Quotes.com. That's the number three, GetMy3Quotes.com. Hi, Paul Rubin here from the White Bear Lake Superstore, Buick GMC, and I'm honored to announce that we've partnered with AM 1280 The Patriot to bring you the Pledge of Allegiance Monday through Friday, 7.30 a.m. We feel it's very important to bring the pledge back to the forefront of our daily lives. Each day, a local veteran, an active service member, or a first responder will proudly recite the pledge to kick off our day and honor our country. Tune in at 730, and God bless America. Want to enroll your child in Christian school for half the cost? TwinCitiesTuitions.com has joined with area private schools to offer half-price tuition for your child's first year. At TwinCitiesTuitions.com, You'll see our partnering schools, an interactive map to find one in your area, and frequently asked questions about the program. Now more than ever, it's important for your child to have a biblical worldview. Get details about the half-off Christian tuition program at TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Tell me why Relief Factor is so successful in lowering or eliminating pain. I'm often asked that question. Pete and Seth Talbot, the father and son founders of Relief Factor, tell me they believe our bodies were designed to heal. That's right, designed to heal, and now I agree. The doctors who formulated Relief Factor for Pete and Seth selected the four best ingredients, 100% drug-free ingredients that each help your body deal with inflammation. That's correct. Each of the four ingredients deal with inflammation on a different metabolic pathway. That right there. Approaching your pain from four different angles may very well be why so many Americans find such wonderful pain relief. If you have back pain, shoulder, neck, hip, knee, or foot pain from exercise or even just getting older, you must order the three-week quick start now. Discount it to only nineteen ninety-five to see if it will work for you too. I think it could. Give your body what it needs to heal itself. Go to relieffactor.com, call 800-500-8384, relieffactor.com. Welcome back, AM twelve eighty, the Patriot. Tell all the people across the USA. Northern Alliance Radio Network. I love my Green Bay Packers. This is me, Brad Carlson, with Mark Uri, with our annual NFC North preview. I'm a Vikings fan. Mark, a Packers fan. Yes, I am. And my uh, friend and colleague, Mitch Berg, a Bears fan. I think he just uh, he just texted in. Let's see what Mitch has to say. His uh, 
His prediction, oh, what a surprise. The Bears are going to go all the way. Same as last year, same as next year. Heck, I've been right once. Take that, Vikings fans. So, <laughs> Mitch, uh, Mitch never misses an opportunity to get his dig at uh, Vikings fans who have zero Super Bowl victories to uh, Mitch's Bears one Super Bowl victory. So he can hold that over our heads, even though um, God love Mitch, but uh, to name more than three ba- players in the Bears' current roster, he couldn't do it without Google. Love you, Mitch, but, you know, and he would admit that's true. So. But uh, <laughs> it's just it is. <laughs> but it, but it, it's all good, you know. Like Seinfeld says, we're rooting for laundry. So that's uh that's, that's all an excellent point. So Mark Hearing, lifelong Packers fan, uh, here to tell us about the Green Bay Packers. Uh, finished thirteen and three last season. Finally got to host in Aaron, first time in Aaron Rodgers' career. Got to host an NFC Championship game last year. Uh, fell just short. Uh, against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and I think from the millisecond that game is over, the from the post game press conference forward, started a rather uh, tumultuous off season. Mark hearing where Aaron, we weren't sure if Aaron Rodgers was going to come back or not. He's finally come back, and when he did come back, he was every disgruntled employee's dream, getting to trash your employer by still being an employee in good standing with the organization. Mark hearing. It's really nice to be really good at what you do. <laughs> indeed, indeed. It really helps. It's you know He's one of the best quarterbacks on the planet, and um, that gives him license to say all manner of things or, during the course of the offseason, not really say anything and send out a boatload of surrogates to say it on his behalf. It was an annoying offseason for Packers sure. fans. No question about it. But he did ultimately show up. He's based on everything we know at this point, he is locked and loaded and ready to play. And so in theory, that means the Packers could be on the way to another excellent season, but um, we'd have a lot to learn. So last year, of course, Aaron Rodgers, another MVP award uh, offense was a top scoring offense in the NFL uh, with that uh, strength of that uh, solid passing game. But let's not sleep on the running game, Mark hearing. This is something that I know particularly during Favre's era, uh, you know, with the exception of when Amon Green came on in the early 2000s, Packers have often struggled to run the football, but uh, last year, Aaron Jones, 1,000-yard season. Uh, what can you look for uh, from this season? I think he could probably duplicate that. Um, he's really um, he's really talented. He's kind of a poor man's Dalvin Cook. He has a lot of the same skills. Okay. I think Dalvin's better, but Aaron Jones can do a lot of the same things. He can... Um, he can break a 75-yard touchdown. He did that last year. He can catch passes and score from 75 yards out. He did that last year. He's demonstrated over the course of the last three or four seasons that he is fully capable of that. Meanwhile, the Packers also have a road grader in A.J. Dillon who, in a key game last season against Tennessee, basically destroyed the Titans and actually was better than Derrick Henry for the Titans in the snow in Green Bay. I remember that, yeah. And it was it was an impressive performance. And this guy is, um, he, I mean, he looks like Earl Campbell. He's not Earl Campbell, but he certainly looks like it. And um, that's, he's got some talent. So running game is going to be good. They also had a seventh-round pick named Kylan Hill who scored a couple of touchdowns and okay. looked pretty shifty. He was a... Uh, guy who was one of the best running backs in the SEC, but he played at Mississippi State, and there's a lot of tales about what happened down there when Mike Leach took over. But that's college football, so we'll um, try to avoid that topic. But needless to say, it looks like he's going to be a contributor as well. Offensively, obviously, Rodgers is the trigger man. He is one of the best that's really ever played the game, Mm -hmm. and he's good at what he does, and he has a lot of targets to throw to. Devontae Adams is perhaps the best wide receiver in the league. He's certainly in the top five. Um, Robert Tanyan, the tight end, had a breakout season, scored 11 touchdowns. That's pretty good. Some of the other guys are maybe a little iffier. Um, Alan Lazard is solid, but he's not a great player. Marquez Valdez-Scantling has a lot of talent, but he sometimes forgets to catch the ball. That's kind of an issue. And that's an essential uh, need for a wide receiver. Mark. Yeah, I realize that. I mean, I'm, I'm hoping Marquez will realize it at some point too. Yeah, yeah. But you know, I mean, it's it's an op- open a certain amount of question. They brought Ron- Randall Cobb back in mostly at Aaron's behest because um, he wanted to have one of his buddies there. Apparently, fortunately, they didn't um, try to bring back some of the other guys. Once who- again, that's power when you say, "Hey, look, I'd like my guy Randall Cobb back." Oh. 
you know, get Houston, uh, the Houston Texas on the phone, and he's back. Yeah, so. it's. I mean, it's good to be king. <laughs> it really is. Clay Matthews is not back yet. No, they were talking about that one, but that that didn't happen, fortunately. And I mean, you know, I I don't know who else they could bring back. I'm sure they could figure out somebody. I don't know. Maybe BJ Raji is out there somewhere. I don't know, but. Um, Anyway, um, past glories being what they are, this is now 2021, and the question, offensively, I think they've got it pretty good. The question for the Packers is, as always, going to be defense, and I think that's kind of where we have to kind of look at, have they made enough progress on the defensive side of the ball? They've picked up, they picked up a guy to be there, to try to um, be another piece in their defensive backfield, Eric Stokes, in the first round. He's got a lot of talent, but he's very raw. And, I mean, they obviously have a big problem back there when they have to put Kevin King in the game. If you watch the NFC Championship game, you saw um, Scotty Miller run him through a turnstile, score a touchdown that was really a crippling touchdown at the end of the first half. Yes, that's right. And so, to me, I think, do the have the Packers made enough progress on defense to um, – Really offset some of the other things. Top 10 unit last year. Top 10, yeah, but when it came down to it, when they had to stop Tampa and they had Tampa on the Green Bay field, they couldn't get it done. So there's something missing there, and I'm not quite sure what it is. They have a new defensive coordinator now. We'll see how he can do. Okay. Uh, One thing I've uh, marveled with Aaron Rodgers is his ability to just, uh, just eliminate distractions or maybe distractions and some drama going on. Even if it's some of his own doing, even if it's not, he's able to just focus on the field and you know and do the job. And I, I think that and, and the amazing thing is, oh God, it's hard to believe, but he's gonna be thirty eight years old this year. And we don't even think about that. Normally in the back in the day is a boy, thirty eight years old, best years definitely behind him. We you know, we don't know what he's got left. And we don't even don't even mention his age because he's coming off another MVP season and two consecutive NFC title game appearances. So uh, still bathing in the fountain of youth from what we can see. And uh, like I say, combined with the ability to, you know, get rid of the distractions. I mean, last year, that was the big talking point going into last year. Aaron Rodgers clearly upset, disgruntled that they drafted his successor, which he didn't have so much of a problem with, but the fact that they didn't even cue him in on this, your franchise player, and boom, another MVP season. Yep. Well, he's, I mean, again, he's just, we're, Green Bay Packers fans, and all of us have to acknowledge it, and we generally do, is we've had more success and luck, frankly, in quarterbacking over the last um, 25 years than any other team in the league, and it's not even close. Right. Unless you count Brady being basically – well, Brady, is, he's kind of a country unto himself. But to have – Manning and Luck got close, but Luck with the early retirement, you know. Yeah, I mean – uh, plundered that one, yeah. There, there may have been quarterbacks who were just just as good, if not greater, than um, Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers, but certainly not in sequence on the same team. And that's an amazing thing when you consider, you know, what some of these other teams, particularly in our division, have had to put up with. The Bears, this has been right. a talking point and a source of great amusement to Packer fans for really the last 25 years. And it's we're, we're lucky. Um Rodgers has been great. He looks like he's still got at least one or two more good seasons. Whether he'll play those some of the other seasons in Green Bay is still an open question, but we'll concentrate on 2021 for now, and we'll worry about well, that of course. later. I mean, you look at it from 92 to through 2020, so that's 29 seasons. You had two guys make like 95 96% of your starts. I mean, that's just – I'd have to do the research, but – I. That seemed almost unprecedented to me. I think it is. I was trying to think about that um, the other day, and I can't think of anybody who had that kind of a setup. I mean, nobody. I, re- I don't think it's ever happened. I think it's completely unprecedented. So once again, we're in a 17-game season. The Packers, the previous two seasons, went 13-3. and uh, You know, I suspect they're ripe for another 11-13 to win season. Probably winning the division um, is kind of what we're – Kind of what I'm looking at, Mark Hearing. I don't know if you concur. I would tend to agree. I th- I'm looking at the schedule. I think probably the over-under is 12. Okay. That's fair. So Green Bay Packers, uh, once again, going into the uh, 2021 season, uh, previewing their uh, season again. 12, 13 wins seems about right. And another division title. So we want to wrap up the program. I know a lot of the listeners out there are Vikings fans, so we will get to our uh, Minnesota Vikings coming back. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NARN show. 
Again, previewing the Minnesota Vikings 2021 season with our special in-studio guest, Mark Hearing, our NFC North preview on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Go nowhere. AM 1280, The Patriot. Soaking up the sun in Fiji, walking through the sculpture garden in Minneapolis, or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon. We're where you are. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. This year marks the 20th anniversary of the 9-11 attack on America. To honor the first responders and those lost in the tragedy, AM 1280 The Patriot will air the reading of the lyrics from the song Three Little Words. Three Little Words was written by a Twin Cities songwriter and is a touching tribute to these American heroes. You can hear the reading each day next week, Monday through Friday at 9.45 a.m. and again at 3 p.m. each day. Three Little Words on AM 1280, The Patriot. With the vast majority of media today leaning hard left, it can be tricky to find news that actually shares, let alone defends, a conservative viewpoint. Hotair.com provides analysis and commentary from conservative writers like Ed Morrissey. Hotair.com. Well, the dog days of summer are here. Kids getting ready to go back to school, maybe going to squeeze in that last summer vacation or weekend up north. But how would you feel if you had a little extra cash in your pocket each and every month? What would you do with an extra $200? Well, right now, mortgage rates are really low and you have an opportunity to save some cash by refinancing. Or how about even taking a cash out refinance? Hey, it's Lee Michaels here for United Faith Mortgage and they can do just that. Because United Faith Mortgage is lucky enough to have a unique direct lender advantage, meaning Their team is part of a company that uses its own money to make their own lending decisions within its own walls, so there's no middleman, and that means a better advantage for you, that you can save monthly and lifelong money. And right now, they'll pay your appraisal fees. That's up to $500 that's out-of-pocket money that you would normally have to pay up front. For more info, visit them online at unitedfaithmortgage.com. United Mortgage Court, Melville, New York. NMLS number 1330. Ryan Vrick, NMLS number 65233. Hi, this is Eric with The Kingdom Builders. During a recent meeting, I was pretty amazed at how everyone got along so well, and we all agreed on just about everything. I think it's because we have strived for years to have everyone doing a job that they enjoy. We think that ends up being a benefit to our customers. When you like what you're doing, you tend to do a better job, as well as have a better attitude. Over the years, I've tried a variety of jobs at the Kingdom Builders. I've tried sales, project managing, installing doors, working in the office, but currently I'm installing gutters and loving it. It's a pleasure to be able to do my job well and enjoy doing it. So if you need a roof or gutters, give us a call at 612-900-9166 or look us up online at thekingdombuilders.com. That's thekingdombuilders.com. So we had a caller call in and say he wanted to express condolences to Vikings fans and hung up immediately. Well, we appreciate that. We take condolences wherever we can. Because you've ever seen the the Venn diagram? You know, uh, you have on one circle's Vikings fans, another circle's people who have nice things and they don't even touch. They're like eyes on an owl. So, <laughs> yeah, so we're going to preview the Minnesota Vikings. I'm a long-suffering Vikings fan, so, uh, yeah, I know all about it. Uh, Vikings finished last year 7-9, and nine, missed the playoffs. Uh, it was a season where lost a lot of key pieces on uh, defense, so the defense is completely revamped. Some of the key signings they had, uh, defensive tackle Dalvin Tomlinson, uh, veteran corner Patrick Peterson, who was a Pro Bowl player uh, in the prime of his career, now coming into, I believe, his 10th or 11th season. Probably going to be featured more in uh, nickel uh, packages. Cornerback uh, Mackenzie Alexander has been reunited with the club. He was a, uh, a Zimmer favorite. Uh, also defensive end Daniil Hunter, who was on the shelf last year with a neck injury. He'll be back in the fold. Defensive lineman Michael Pierce, who they signed as a free agent uh, from Baltimore, sat out the 2020 season, opted out due to COVID. So it is a completely revamped uh, defense, to say the least, Um Eric Hendricks is back in the fold. Anthony Barr, what a surprise, is hurt again, unfortunately. Uh, they did draft an edge rusher who they're excited about, Patrick Jones the second. Cam Dantzler, corner, had a solid year last year as a rookie. Can he expound upon that? Who's to say? 
They did pick up Brashad Breeland as a free agent signee, probably in anticipation that Jeff Gladney and his legal issues were going to plague the team. And sure enough, they did. They released Jeff Gladney, who was a first-round pick in uh, 2020. He had eh, okay rookie season, looked like he had potential, but obviously the domestic violence issues is something the league has low tolerance for, as they should. Um, so completely revamped defense, which is Zimmer's specialty. Uh, hopefully that they're able to, uh, well, as I say, improve upon last year. You can't get much worse. They were near the bottom. Thankfully, the Detroit Lions were the bottom feeders. So <laughs> kept the Vikings uh, from th- sinking like a rock. So The Lions are always useful. The that gift way. that keeps on giving. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, yeah, just looking it up, the Vikings were 29th in points allowed and 27th in total yards. So, yeah, they were uh, they were bottom feeders. Say the least. That's not what you expect from a Mike Zimmer coach team. So they brought in some key additions. Uh, As always, the question mark for the Vikings, particularly on their offense, because at this skill positions like wide receiver, running back, they're solid. Adam Thielen, Justin Jefferson, your top two receivers. Dalvin Cook, your uh, top running back. Kirk Cousins, he's the best garbage time player in the league, I maintain. You look at his stats at the end of every year, wow, those are good-looking stats. Well, it's when you compile those stats that's important. And Kurt had, Kirk has a, had a couple good moments in 2019, finally won in prime time, won a big playoff game in New Orleans. Last year, you really couldn't blame him for the ills of the team because of the issues they had, but he still put up some pretty decent numbers considering. Um the story that has plagued the offseason for the Vikings when it comes to Cousins is his refusal to get vaccinated. That's been the story. Um, there was one piece that came out where uh, they said, you know, it's going to be hard for the leader of the team to really have a bunch of followers if you're not going to take the basic step of getting a COVID vaccine. Uh, is that a fair assessment, Mark Hearing? Well, whether it's fair or not, that's what it is. Yeah. I mean, and that's that's the bottom line is – but do the players really care, though? Uh, well, because the Vikings are one of the lowest vaccinated teams in the league as far as vaccination rates. So, it is that really? Evident? I don't know. Um, this is just obviously conjecture, but you know, depending on where you come on the vaccine, of course. Yeah, they'll care probably more if um, Cousins is unavailable and um, Kellen Mond throws three picks or something like that. We got game. Sean Mannion back in the they, oh, they oh, we're solid. Okay, yeah. oh, you're. <laughs> You're right. You, you know, when, when you've got Sean, you the man, and you're yeah, good. Yeah, right. So, yeah, that's that's obviously going to be the issue is can Kirk Cousins, you know, finally uh, break through that threshold again. 2019 was an impressive season for Kirk. They won 10 games, got to the playoffs, won a big playoff game in New Orleans on the road. Very impressive, but then laid an egg the next week against the 49ers. Last year didn't make the playoffs. And he hasn't proven that he can take this team in a deep playoff run. Hey, a playoff win is great. You finally did it. Congratulations. That can't be your ceiling when you're making $35, $40 million and you're taking up most of the salary cap. That's exactly right. And that's been the issue with him all along is your comment about him being a garbage time quarterback. That is actually quite true. And part of the reason he had some good numbers last year because the Vikings fell behind in a lot of games. Right. They were rallying and he was scoring a lot of points. He wasn't necessarily winning the games that he needed to win. Some of that, I mean, you can't, to your point again, you can't put that on Cousins because Cousins isn't playing defense. So that's part of the challenge. But you really wonder about it. I mean, Kirk Cousins is, he's good. He's, I think he's a top half of the league quarterback. I think, you know, he might even be top 12 or something like that. But is having the 12th best quarterback in the league going to get you where you need to go? And this is a quarterback-driven league. If you have a Ravens or Bears type, Bears 85 Bears defense or 2000 Ravens defense, maybe. Maybe, but yeah. it's also 2021, and I'm not sure that— I don't think that's going to happen. That construct doesn't work anymore, no, I don't think. No, no. Yeah, that's a, that's an excellent point. Uh, the Vikings be, you know, perpetually dogged by the offensive line, and they made a they addressed that with a solid uh, left tackle, Christian Derrissaw, out of Virginia Tech. Really like him a lot. Was a phenomenal player in college, and then— in the second or third round, they got Wyatt Davis out of Ohio State. Uh, fun fact, his father, uh, uh, Dwayne Davis, is an actor. Uh, I forget his character in Little Big League. Remember that movie here about the twins? I forget the character's name. Yeah, but, uh, I, I remember that. Yeah, though, yeah, Dwayne Davis is the act. So uh, fun fact there. So uh, Wyatt Davis looked pretty good in preseason. May uh, they, they definitely need help at the right guard position. Uh, Brian O'Neill's pretty solid at right tackle, and if they can slip wide in there, wide Davis at right guard, 
You might be pretty solid on the right side of the line there. Garrett Bradbury, solid run blocker, terrible pass blocker. A mm-hmm. lot to be desired there. Your left guard, who knows what we're going to go with uh, Go with there. And then your left tackle with Derisaw hasn't really even practiced much with the groin injury that's been dogging him. So I don't know what you're going to do with the left tackle position, which when you have a right-handed quarterback, that's pretty important. It's extremely important. And particularly since Kirk sometimes doesn't do the best job of sensing the pass rush. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, uh, again, at the skill positions, they, they're pretty solid. Major buzzkill, uh, tight end Irv Smith, who was poised for a breakout season, going to be lost for the year due to a torn meniscus. Uh, major buzzkill. Uh, looked really good in the one game that they played the starters for a sustained period, the last preseason game against Kansas City. We're very excited about what he was going to bring to the table. Um, unfortunately going to be missing the shelf. They made a trade for, uh, uh, Chris Herndon from the jets. I don't know. I mean, it's just, uh, I don't know what you're going to get there. I, I know that uh, they have a, uh, um, another tight end that, uh, they were relying upon David Morgan. I think it was, I forget the, forget the other tight end's name they rely upon, but he's, uh, he's also injured as well. Um, and obviously losing Kyle Rudolph to free agency, he was just making too much money. So yeah. I understand the move letting Kyle Rudolph go, but having a tight end uh, in that motif this year certainly would have um, would have been helpful. But uh, so offensively, I think they'll be fine. Uh, we Alexander Madison, you know, back with the club, uh, he's done a nice job spelling Dalvin Cook when Cook has been hurt. Cook is all everything. But you get a little concerned with Dalvin Cook's workload. He's a beast. He's incredibly strong. But, boy, the workload that the expectations they are putting upon him, I think they have to kind of scale that back a little bit. I would tend to agree with that. I mean, he's they expect him to do so many things. And um, it would probably be better if they had um, – a different, maybe a different kind of way of allocating some of that. But I mean, it. Madison's a good player, and he can he can deliver for you in the pinch. He's kind of like Jamal Williams was for the Packers that way. Same kind of deal. He's really solid. I think Madison's maybe a little more dynamic than Jamal, but it's at the same time though. You would strongly prefer to have Dalvin Cook because he's probably he might be the best back in the league overall, right. top to bottom. I'm sorry, I was thinking of Tyler Conklin. He's kind of your short your short yardage tight end. Yes, he's uh, on the shelf, I think, initially. So they're really slim at the tight end position due to the injuries to Irv Smith and uh, and Conklin. So once again, we're back where we always find ourselves: uh, uh, Jefferson and Thielen, uh, a solid a one-two receiving core as you're going to find. Uh, Dalvin Cook is as good an all-around back as you can get, but again, the offensive line, how's it going to hold up? That's always the great unknown. Kirk Cousins, again, he is what he is. Um, at 32 years old, can he make the breakthrough to the next level? I have no idea. So I think our general consensus, we picked the Packers to finish first, the Lions to finish last. Once again, the Vikings and Bears battling out for second place. I think the Vikings, 9-8, and 10-7. In that area, nine or ten, I, they'll they'll be a winning, fringe playoff team. They'll be a winning team, but they have a winning record. Mark, always a pleasure, sir. Thanks for uh, thanks for coming by. As always, really appreciate it. Always love doing this. AM twelve eighty, the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network, folks. Thank you as always for tuning in. Godspeed, my friends. Have yourselves a blessed week. At Christian Heritage Academy, we prepare our students to be in the world, but not of the world. I'm Shane Lord, music and creative arts teacher at Christian Heritage Academy in Lakeville. The world is changing, and our purpose is clear, to educate students with excellent academics to love and serve Jesus and love our country. CHA was founded in 1986. Our mission, along with academics, is to place Jesus at the beginning and the end of all knowledge. We're a family, and we care about your child. Our hope when they graduate from Christian Heritage Academy is that they have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ, and their heart would be changed to love and serve others like Jesus. If this happens, we've done our job. We have openings for this school year in 1st, 7th, and 8th grade. We're also doing tours for the 2022 and 2023 school year. To find out more about Christian Heritage Academy, visit our website at chacademy.com. That's chacademy.com. It's always a great day at CHA. I'm Staff Sergeant Mark Anthony Madrid. I'm Staff Sergeant Samantha Cowell. I'm Staff Sergeant Alex I'm Staff Sergeant William Lewis, and I am proud to defend my family and our nation. The Air Force Reserve is part of the story of this great nation. I'm grateful that I have a chance to wear the uniform of the heroes that went before me. I'm proud to be part of a team that helps make a difference in the world. Every day, men and women 
from communities across this nation serve as reserve citizen airmen. Even as technology evolves and changes, our commitment to defend and protect this nation remains steadfast. We celebrate those who have served and those who are proudly serving. We celebrate our proud history and look towards an exciting and uniting future. Our mission is to fly, fight, and win in air, space, and cyberspace. And I am proud to be a member. And I'm proud to serve in the United States. And I am proud to protect our country. Proud to serve in the U.S. Air Force Reserve. AFreserve.com. I should have done it sooner. That's a comment heard often from satisfied patients at INeedMoreHair.com. Dennis Prager here. If you've been exploring solutions for your hair loss, go to INeedMoreHair.com and see what they're doing for men and women like you. The consultations are free and the results are amazing. You'll be under the care of some of the most experienced hair transplant specialists in the country. Their doctors have given patients from around the world, including notable Hollywood personalities, personalities, a full head of hair. They can do the same for you. Their technique is so advanced that their results are guaranteed in writing and their prices are the best in the business. If you have hair loss, don't put this off another day. Contact INeedMoreHair.com at their office in Egan for your free consultation. Experience you can trust, prices you can afford. Today is the day to get a permanent solution to your hair loss at INeedMoreHair.com. Happy, happy, happy 20th. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.